Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves that we can for the Lord. Today is a, is a request episode. Um, what we want to do today is someone requested to do this topic, and this is what we're going to title it. We're going to title it this. Can I be spiritual but not religious? Can I be spiritual but not religious? You know, I've heard that a few times and it's kind of a, it's a weird saying, you know, there's a lot of weird sayings that go around because they sound good, but when you think about it, they really don't make sense. And so we're going to look at a couple Bible examples. And again, this is a podcast where we learn and where we study the scripture. And so these are not going to be my opinions. These are not going to be my traditions. These are not going to be my thoughts. These are going to be what the Bible says. And we're going to look at a few examples of that today again if you're new to the podcast you can listen on itunes you can listen on uh youtube as well you can also listen on spotify you can also follow me on twitter at jordan a pew 26 and you can also follow me um on on youtube as well so let's let's get started with our lesson for the day can i be spiritual but not religious when i think about that i think about this statement you know, when you think about can I be spiritual but not religious, it all boils down to what we want to do. So let, let's break down that sentence. <clears throat> I want to be or I am spiritual. So you're saying if you are spiritual or you claim to be spiritual, you're saying that I want blessings from God. You're saying I want what the Lord can give me. I want sympathy from the brethren. I want to see what I can get from the church. I want to receive all of the spiritual blessings because I claim that I'm spiritual. But let's break down the second half of that sentence. I want slash or I am spiritual, but I don't want to be religious. Well, What does that mean? Let's break down that half. I don't want to be religious. You're saying I don't want to take up my cross and deny myself and follow follow Christ as the scripture talks about you're saying if I don't want to be religious I don't want responsibility you're saying if I don't want to be religious I don't want rules you see here's what this whole sentence boils down to be I want or I am spiritual but I don't want to be religious you're just saying I just want the spiritual benefits without doing the work has that ever worked in anything in life ever think about your job on your job most likely you have benefits right so do you get those benefits if you don't work so what if you came into your job tomorrow and you said i want health insurance i want vision vision care uh i want a 401k i want all these benefits i want all this paid vacation time and i'm not going to work for it but i want to be associated with the company And I want to be associated with the benefits and I want it all. What do you think your boss would say? No. What have you done for the company? What have you done for me in order for me to give you those benefits? You see, you got to work for it. So why do we think in the spiritual realm and especially dealing with God that we can come to him asking for benefits? God, I want the spiritual blessings. I want you to bless me. I want you to do all this stuff, but I don't want to be religious. What do you think God's saying? 
okay, so you want all the blessings that I give to my children, but you don't want to deny yourself. You don't want to follow my commandments. You don't want to be a part of what I said to be a part of in the scripture. You don't want to evangelize. You don't want to do all this stuff, but you want the benefits. What do you think God says? I think he's saying the same thing your boss would say. It doesn't work like that, right? And so all the, that sentence just doesn't make sense. It doesn't boil down right. And so it all boils down to this. <clears throat> if you say, I want or I am spiritual, but I don't want to be religious, <clears throat> you're basically saying, I just want the benefits with little to no work. Do you understand what I'm saying now? Well, now let, let's let's go to a couple verses here. Again, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to what we do here, we use the Bible for everything, right? So let's go to Matthew. <clears throat> uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 19. Matthew chapter 19. <clears throat> and let's start in verse number 16. Now we have uh, kind of a parable here of, of the rich young man, right? And. What he says here is essentially the same sentence that we're breaking down in our topic today, okay? Now, let's go to verse uh, number 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, talking about Jesus, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I might have eternal life? Stop right there. So does it sound like he wanted the spiritual blessings? Yes, because he said, what do I have to do to get eternal life? So he wants to be spiritual. Then notice this, verse 17. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, what does Jesus say? Keep my commandments. Let's keep going. And he saith unto him, Which? And Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother. And love thy neighbor as thyself. And the young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? And Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But watch verse 22. And when the young man heard this saying, what does it say? He went away sorrowful. Why? Because he had great possessions. So <clears throat> think about what we're talking about. I want to be spiritual, but I don't want to be religious. So the rich young man, God, what do I have to do to, or to obtain eternal life? I want to be spiritual. Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not do all this. I've kept this. My whole life, what do I lack? Give away everything that you have and then follow me. Then what does he say? Oh, no, no, that, that's too much, Lord. I can't keep that commandment. And so he walks away sorrowful. You see, that's what we do. Lord, I want to be spiritual. Lord, I want to do all these things for you. Lord, I want to receive all these things for you. But then the Lord will come through his word and say, have you kept my commandments? And most likely, just like this young man, there's one thing that you're not doing that you know you should do, but because you don't want to do it, you do exactly what the young man does here. You say you're spiritual, but you don't want to be religious. It's just like the saying, I want Christ, but I don't want the church. 
How does that make sense? Who's married to the church? Christ. And who does the church belong to? Christ. So how can I be a part of the church but not want Christ? It's just like if you're married. If you're married and you're saying, well, I want to be married but not with somebody. How is that possible? It's not. If you're married, you got to be together. And so you you see how this statement becomes become somewhat dumb when you think about it how can we say i want to be spiritual but i don't want to be religious you see this this is what this saying boils down to as well it's very selfish think about this remember uh the, the rich young man in luke and and the lord and the, the rich young man or the rich young farmer he said well i want to fill my barns look at all the stuff i did i've done this i've done this i've done this but then the Lord said at the end of that parable, he said, thou fool, your soul would be required of you this night. You see, the Lord doesn't like when we talk about us so much. I want blessings. I want gifts. I want what you can give me. But the Lord on the other side is saying, what are you willing to give? The Lord is willing to give, no doubt. But what are you willing, but, but what are you willing to give? You see what I'm saying? You got to be willing to give something. See, that whole statement is very selfish. Lord, I want what you can give me with the least or or no effort from me. That's not fair. You see, remember, we're in a relationship with God, right? If you're if you're married or if you're in any type of relationship, what if you come to your wife and you say, give me this, give me this, give me this. What is she going to do eventually? She's going to get tired of you giving or, or wanting stuff. She wants you to give and vice versa. Why do we think that we can take everything from God, but not give anything back to him? It doesn't make any sense. The Lord wants what we can give, not just not just what we ask for. You see, we don't want to be selfish with God. You know, just like we talked about in the last podcast with Job's friends, we don't want to be that friend that's always worrying God we don't want to be that friend that's always asking God for things why not give something to him why not serve him why not do what he says remember he told he told the uh, the rich young man follow my commandments the Lord wants us to do things but it's just a matter of when we read the commandment do I want to do that is that a little bit too hard for me uh, I'll skip that command I'll do the other ones but I'll skip this one see we can't pick and choose now here's another example go to second Kings chapter 5 2 Kings chapter 5, and here we have Naaman. Now, in verse number 1, we read that Naaman was a captain of the host of the king of Syria. He was a great man, very honorable, and by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now, I want you to notice, he's a leper, and the little maid says that the prophet, go see the prophet. The prophet can tell you what to do. Then let's jump down to verse number 10. <clears throat> and Elisha sent a messenger unto him, unto Naaman, saying, here's, you want to get rid of this leprosy? This is what you need. This is the commandment. Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Watch verse 11, though. You, you have the command. You're a leper. If you know anything about leprosy, it is a terminal disease. I mean, limbs start falling off. It's a nasty thing. And you don't, you really don't live long 
if you have leprosy. So if he told you to go wash the Jordan seven times, what would you do? I'd go wash the Jordan seven times because I, I want to live. But notice verse 11. But Naaman was what? He was wroth. He was angry. Why? And he went away and he said, behold, I thought he will surely come to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. So Naaman didn't want to dip seven times in the Jordan because he wanted it to be a bigger spectacle than just doing a simple command. You see, another reason why we want to be spiritual and not religious is because sometimes we think the commands are so simple that that can't be it. This is exactly why Naaman walked off because he said, well, I thought the prophet was going to come and say some great thing and do all this and the leprosy is going to be gone. Why do I have to go to the Jordan? And then he keeps complaining in verse number 12. Are not Abna and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? And so we turned and he went away in a rage. Second reasons why we want to be spiritual and not religious is because the command is not the way we want it to be done. All the prophets said, would well, you want to get rid of this leprosy? Go dip in the Jordan seven times. I get mad because... I want to go to that river. I don't want to go to the Jordan. I want to go. Aren't those rivers better than the Jordan River? I want to go over there. You see, another reason why we want to be spiritual and not religious is because we want to do what we want to do rather than what God says. The Lord told him, go to the Jordan seven and dip seven times. Nope, I want to go over here. Don't we do the same thing? Lord says this. Nope, I want to do that. Why? Because I want to. The Lord wants the Lord wants singing. Acapella. No, I want I want music in the church. No, I want drums in the church. No, it's too simple. No, people won't come in. We need to liven things up. Did the Lord say that? That's what we do. That's why we want to be spiritual, but not religious. You, you can't. And here's and another reason why that sentence is really incomplete is because spirituality and religion is the same thing. Why do we try to separate it? It's impossible. It's just like separating a husband and a wife. It's just like separating Christ and the church. You can't separate that. You can't separate it. And so we need to stop trying to separate it. Then in verse number 18 or verse number 13 of the text, it says, And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet uh, bids you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? How much rather than just go wash and be clean? And so then he went down, he dipped in the water in the river Jordan seven times, and according to the saying of the man of God, his flesh became as the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Simply this, when we do what God says, it will always work. The way he said it, how he said it, no matter what he said, just do it. So let's break this down one more time. So I want to be spiritual, but not religious. Do you understand now how selfish that sentence is? Do you understand now how, how needy that sentence is? Lord, I want everything you can give me in spirituality, but I don't want to give to you. I don't want to 
uh, do what I have to do for you, right? So, now let's re-ask the question. Can you be spiritual but not religious? According to this text and according to what we read, no. You see, you can't pick and choose what you want to do spiritually. God's already done that. He's already laid down the law. You can't pick, and I can't pick and choose what I want to do. I have to do what he says. Whether it's comfortable, whether it's uncomfortable, whether I've done it before, whether I haven't done it before, I got to do it because he said so. So let's not be like Naaman. Let's not be like this rich young fool. And let's not walk away from the commandment. Let's not get angry at the commandment. Let's not want to go do our own thing. Let's not be so selfish like Job's friend. But let's just do what God says. So can I be spiritual but not religious? No. Can't do it. But rather let's rephrase it. Lord, what can I do? to be more spiritual and religious rather than separating it you see you can't pick and choose what you want to do and and think about our society today you can pick and choose what you want in anything right think about think about the subway ads right do what you want choose what you want burger king have it your own way but why do we think we can bring that attitude into the church well i like this about the church but i don't like this so I'll take a piece of this, I'll take a piece of that, but I'll leave that piece there. You can't take that attitude in the church because God doesn't deal with that. God says you either do this or these blessings don't come your way. Now does this make sense? So instead of saying I want to be spiritual uh, but I don't want to be religious, let's just simply say, Lord, whatever thou commands, I'll do. Forget picking. Forget picking what I like or you like. Let's just do what God says. I hope this helped you. And again, if you have questions, uh, you can comment on the YouTube page. You can comment on Instagram. You can comment everywhere. But again, I will tell you what the Bible says. I won't tell you what you know anyone else says. I won't tell you an opinion. We'll just, we're just going to read the Bible, and you're going to have two choices. You're either going to walk away, just like Naaman and the rich young ruler, and say, I'm going to do what I want to do, or you'll listen to what it says. So hopefully... You know, we'll we'll continue to have good hearts and we'll always do what the Lord wants us to do. Thank you.